Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nostalgic Mystery Radio. I'm your host, Stevie Kay, and it's my honor to bring you the radio shows of yesteryear. For this episode, I bring you Lord Peter Whimsey, episode titled Clouds of Witness, where Lord Peter's eldest brother stands accused of murder. In collaboration with Inspector Parker, Whimsy slowly uncovers a web of lies and deceit within his own family. This will be an eight-part series. So sit back and relax, and I hope you enjoy this Nostalgic Mystery Radio. Thank you for listening. Lord Peter Whimsey. Starring Ian Carmichael as Lord Peter and Peter Jones as Bunter, with James Villiers as the Duke of Denver. Clouds of Witness by Dorothy L. Sayers, adapted in eight episodes by Peter Jones and Tanya Leaven. Episode 6, In a Fog. Lord Peter Whimsey is investigating the death of Captain Dennis Cathcart, for which his brother, the Duke of Denver, is accused of murder. The Duke resolutely refuses to give details of where he was at the time of Cathcart's shooting, so Lord Peter decides to visit his brother in prison in York. Jerry, it's good to see you. Oh, hello, Peter. Good of you to come. All right, Warden, you can leave us now. Uh, sorry, my lord, uh, quite out of question. Do you mean to say that you have the gall to insist on standing there while I'm... Ta- uh, the Warden's been very good about me coming to see you, Jerry, old fellow. And I'm glad to see you're keeping your tail up. I know all this legal stuff is an awfully slow business, but it gives us time, and that's all to the good. It's a confounded nuisance, and I'd like to know what Murbles means. Came down here and tried to bully me, damned impudence. Anybody would think he suspected me. Look here, Jerry. Why can't you let up on that alibi of yours? It'd help no end, you know. After all, if a fellow won't say what he's been doing or where he's been... They've got to show I was there, murdering the man. I'm presumed innocent, aren't I? Do they prove me guilty? I call it a disgrace. Now, here's a murder committed and they aren't taking the slightest trouble to find the real criminal. I gave them my word of honour to say nothing of an oath that I did not kill Cathcart. Oh, mind you, the swine deserved it. But they pay no attention. Meanwhile, the rail man's escaping at his confounded leisure. If only I were free, I'd make a fuss about it. Well, why don't you cut it short, then? I don't mean here and now to me, but to Mervils. Then we can get to work. I wish you'd jolly well keep out of it. I know you like playing at detectives, but I do think you might draw the line somewhere. I don't look on this as a game, and I can't say that I'll keep out of it. I'm jolly sorry you'll find me such an irritating sort of person. I suppose it's hard for you to believe that I feel anything. But I do. And I'm going to get you out of this if Bunter and I both perish in the attempt. (coughs) If you'll excuse me, Your Grace, uh, my lord. What is it, ma'am? Thank you, Warden, for keeping an eye on the time. Mustache now, Jerry Oathing. Oh, tell Mother not to worry. And Helen. Yes, of course. Keep that chin up, old lad. Good luck. Bye. Come on, Bunter. Our next stop is going to be Stapley. There's no train, my lord. I know that, Bunter. We shall go first to Riddlesdale and change. Then we shall use one of their dog carts. Excellent, my lord. 
I should suggest the old Norfolk suit, thick woolen stockings with sober tops and a pair of stout braids. You know, I rather wish I'd bought my sword stick. It has a very useful compass in its head. I know, my lord, but it's malacca and too expensive looking. This stout ash plant looks more the part. The ordinary walk-in enthusiast, what? Anonymous. Discreet. Quite. Well, let's try the bridge and bottle first, shall we? I understand mine host there is about as surly as they come. Is that commendable, my lord? No, but Grimethorpe would probably prefer an unfriendly landlord. Bleak-looking hostelry, certainly. Yes, Bunter. I am convinced that this is indeed Farmer Grimethorpe's usual port of call. Let's try the bar, shall we? Morning, landlord. Hmm? I have heard that you serve perfectly splendid ale in your saloon bar. We thought we might try a couple of tankers and stuff. Oh, aye. Aye. Oh. Aye. Shall we wait for you or have your barmaid? Barmaid, my lord. In the corner, mm -hmm. cooking the books. Ah, yes. Uh, that's all right. Miss, two half pints of ale, please. I say, that looks good. I was told to come here for really good beer, and by Jove, it looks as though I've come to the right place. By the way, is Mr. Grindthorpe here today? How do I know? Well, I fancy he'd be the man to go where the best beer is. Aye? He comes in on market days, I expect. I know now to about him. Oh, well, it's a longish way from Grider's Hole. One can put up for the night here, I suppose. Just to want to stay night? Oh, well, no, 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 I, I don't think so. I was thinking about my friend, Mr. Grindthorpe. I dare say he often has to stay the night. Happen he does. And does he stay here, then? Nay. Oh. Well, next time he drops in, say I ask for him, would you? And who might that be? Um, oh, uh, Mr. Brooks from Sheffield. Good morning. Mr. Bunter? Uh, Mr. Brooks? Ready? Just coming. Goodbye, all. Was that girl at all forthcoming? Forthcoming, my lord, but unhappily ill-informed. Mr. Grimethorpe does not stay here. She's sometimes seen him in the company of a man called Zedekiah Bone. Well, suppose you go and look for Bone and report progress in an hour's time. I'll try the Rose and Crown. Join me in the saloon bar. Very good, my lord. The Rose and Crown. And what can I do for you, sir? Ah, familiar cadences. And when did you last see Piccadilly Circus? Oh, getting on for 35 years, I reckon, sir. Arthur says to the wife, I says, Liz, I'll take you to the open empire before I die. Uh, but uh, time just seems to slip away. Blowed if I ever remember how old I'm getting, sir. Oh, well, you've lost the time yet. Oh, I hope so, sir. But these northerners, they're so bleeding slow. And the way they speak, call it English, call, takes some getting used to, I can tell you. Sometimes I feel as though they're robbing me of me natural way of talking. Yeah, I don't think there's much fear of that. <laughs> as soon as I stepped inside the bar, I said to myself, I am on my native paving stones, I said. That's right, sir. And being here, sir, what can I have the pleasure of offering you? Huh? Excuse me, sir. Mm -hmm. But uh, haven't I seen your face somewhere? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, but that reminds me, do you know one Mr. Grindthorpe? I know five, Mr. Grimethorpe, sir. Which of them was you meaning it? Mr. Grimethorpe of Grider's Hole. A uh, friend of yours, sir? Not exactly. An acquaintance. Uh, there, now. I notice I know your face. 
Now, don't you live over at Riddlesdale, sir? I'm staying there. I, I know, dear. That's it, of course. Here it is on, on the front page. The Riddlesdale mystery. A lifelike snapshot of you, sir. Lord Peter Whimsey, the Sherlock Holmes of the West End, who is devoting all his time to proving the innocence of his brother, the Duke of Denver. <laughs> to think you're standing there um, right in front of me, uh, face to face. Uh, look here, I think. Look, look, do you mind, man? Do you mind not talking quite so loud? <gasps> but seeing that dear old Felix is out of the bag, so to speak, do you think you could give me some information and keep your mouth shut, what? Come behind into the bar parlour, my lord. But nobody will hear us there. Now, my lord, uh, this uh, fella Grindthorpe used to come in here quite often on market days. Well, last month he come in, spliced. Drunk? As a lord, uh, my lord. Oh, he, he had an up and a downer with his wife. Lovely woman. Well, I could see he'd had more than he should have, so I, I said I wouldn't let him have any more spirits. She tried to pull him away. Blow me if he didn't knock her down. Oh, he called her some rare old names and all. Said as how she was no better than what she should be and all. I had to, I had to get the potman to throw him out. Well, I would have myself but being small and not in very good health. Well, young Grover, he pitched him right through the door, wallop. Shocking temper he had, <laughs> but that quietened him. Has Grimethorpe always had a bad temper? Well, it's been worse lately. Do you by chance recollect him coming in here on October the 13th? Oh, that would be the day of the earth. Oh, yes. Of course, I, I, I remember thinking it was odd him coming here except on market days. Said he was here to look at some machinery. Do you remember what time he arrived? Well, I, I fancy he was here to lunch. Mm -hmm. And then he'd come back later... He took a room for the night. You're sure that wasn't Thursday night? Oh, yes, I am, yes, I am. I, I remember hearing about the murder on a Thursday morning and then telling Mr Grimethorpe about it when he settled up. What time did he come in and go to bed? About two in the morning. He was locked out. Jim had to go down and let him in. Uh, two o'clock was the Thursday morning, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, well, I am no end obliged to you. Uh, ah, here's a friend of mine. There you are, Mr. Brooks. Oh, excuse me, but this here is not Mr. Brooks. It's uh, Lord Peter Whimsey, famous amateur detective. Sorry about that. Not at all, my lord. Reading will out. Well, if you'll excuse me then, my lord. Yes, thank you, thank you. Most kind. Oh, yes, yes, gentlemen, yes, yes. What can I do for you? Did you get the information, Bunter? Uh, yes, my lord. I've made a few notes. Uh, Grime Thoughts movements, Wednesday, October the 13th to Thursday, October the 14th. 3 p.m. orders two drills from man called Gooch and drinks two clinch bargain. 5 p.m. calls on John Watson about delivering dog food. Drinks with Watson. 5:45 p.m. drinks with Zedekiah Bone at Bridge and Bottle. 7 p.m. seen by Constable Z15 drinking with several men at Pig and Whistle. Heard to use threatening language with regard to some person unknown. 7.20 p.m. seen to leave Pig and Whistle with two men not yet identified. October 14th, 1.15 a.m., picked up by Watson about a mile out on road to Riddlesdale, very dirty and ill-tempered and not quite sober. 1.45 a.m., let into Rosencrown by James Johnson Potman. The shot was heard at 11.50. How far to Riddlesdale, Bunter? About 13 and three-quarter miles, my lord. Hmm. Couldn't be done on foot. We must find those men at the pig and whistle, old lad. Yes, my lord. There is one thing I happen to discover. Let's have it. It's not particularly pleasant, my lord. Come on, come on, come on. 
I met an old man in the drover's arms who claims to have seen a man walking over Wemmerling Fell on the night of the murder. A man, eh? Oh, not much to go on. He volunteered the information that it could have been the Duke, my lord. Bunter, I am more and more certain that we're going to find the answer to this business at Grider's Hole. Very possibly, my lord. Foggy, Bunter, ain't it? It is, my lord, and somewhat damp. Yeah. I wish I had my walking stick with a compass. I took the precaution of bringing a pocket compass, my lord. Ah, oh, well done, Bunter. Well, now, let's see. Yes, southeast. Yes, Grider's Hole should be over there. Now, let's hurry. Yes, my lord. Bunter? Oh, my lord? Uh, Oh, there you are. Sorry, I thought you'd vanish for good. We must keep together, my lord. This fog is deceiving. Ah, much worse than dear old London, eh? Oh! Are you all right, my lord? Frankly, no, Bunter. Oh, give me a hand, would you? I can't see you, my lord. Well, I'm over here. Look here, ma'am. Ah, that's it. Hold fast, my lord. Thank you, Bunter. It's getting worse, my lord. Yes. Is the uh, phenomenon... Has it any uh, habits, my lord? No regular habits, I believe. Sometimes it moves, other times it stays in one place for days. We might have to wait all night and see if it lifts at daybreak. Yes, my lord. Well, if we keep going southeast, we shall get to Grider's Hole, and they'll jolly well have to put us up for the night. Can you see the compass, my lord? Uh, just about. Yeah, straight on downhill to southeast. Excellent, my lord. It may be a little warmer lower down. Let's hope we don't walk in a circle. That's always the danger in a fog. What's that? A horse, my lord. Frightened, I expect. Poor devil. Where is he? Uh, no, my lord, don't try and find him. He's over there somewhere. For God's sake, stop, my lord. The fog! Oh! Stay where you are, Bunter. Stand still and stop me. Oh! I tripped right into it. I say one sinks very fast. Now, Bunter, don't you come anywhere near me or you'll go too. We'll yell for a bit. I don't think we're very far from Grider's Hill, and we may be able to rouse him. Help! Help! If your lordship will keep shouting, I think I can get to Help! 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 Try not to move, my lord. Oh. You'll sink further in. Yes, I know. Oh! I'm up to my thighs already. Keep shouting, my lord. Look, I hope you're not thinking of trying to get to me, Bunter. I order you to stay where you are. Certainly, my lord, but please keep shouting. Help! Help! Well done, my lord. Help! Bunter, you are disobeying my orders. I can hear you. Then I must be very close to you, my lord. Bunter, for God's sake, keep out of this! It's all right. I'm on my stomach, oh. my lord. My weight is more evenly distributed. I shall be all right. Can you feel my hand, my lord? Where is it? <coughs> keep still, my lord. The less your lordship moves, the better. You sound very near, Bunter. I am, my lord, behind you. There. Oh. Well <sighs> done, old lad. Take my hand, my lord. Oh. 
And so long as I can keep a grip of this large tuft of grass, we can stay here indefinitely. Don't fancy that, Bunter. Yuck, yuck, Lord, what a beastly way to peg out. We're not going to peg out, my lord. I'm up to my chest in it, Bunter. We must shout as loud as we can. Shall we attempt it in unison, my lord? Yeah. All right, yes, yes, all right. One, two, three. Help! 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 Listen. I thought I heard something, my lord. <coughs> Let's call again, Bunter. One, two, three. Help! 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 <coughs> Not a soul. I say, Bunter, old thing, I... Beastly sorry to have let you in for this. Don't mention it, my lord. What became of your stick, my lord? I think it's here somewhere. Just behind me. Yes, here it is. May I, my lord? Yes, of course. <coughs> what are you going to do with it? Thank you, my lord. I'm just going to I'll put it under my chin like this. And my head out of the mud. I say, Bunter. My lord. Look over there. To the left. There's a light. So there is. It's a long way off. Help! 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 Bring a ladder or a gate or something. Quick as you can. There isn't much time. Oh, you said we could stay here indefinitely. I was guilty of exaggeration, my lord. Yeah, well, hurry up there. We're sinking fast. The turtle, Jake. Over here. Two of us. Make haste. Hang on, gangster. Yes, if you're quick. Jake's fetching hurdle. Two on here, sister. Yes. Keep in. One of us. All right. Jake's coming with the hurdle. Stankle? Yes. Where's t'other man? Yeah. Nearly up to his neck. Oh. Have you a rope? Jake, a rope. Right, Come back and heave. I can't. Come. Oh, God! Oh! Oh! Ah, it's like trying to heave the earth out of a corpse. Oh! Afraid ah. I'm rooted to Australia, Bunter. Sorry, my lord. Sorry. He's coming. Uh. Oh! Oh! Oh, what a beastly place. Oh, apologize. Stupid of me to have forgotten. Well, that's lucky. There'll be few folks has come out of Peter's pot dead or alive, I reckon. I nearly potted Peter that time. Oh. My lord, my lord! He's out. Lay him on turn and we'll take him to farm. So come and eat the oak. Then worms are come and eat the oak. On ill climb of our tat. On ill climb of our tat. On ill climb of our tat. Here we are. What's this? What's I got there? Oh, no, but I'm full of a sleeping. Come on, Fiery. Oh. Who is it? 
Oh, poor man. I guess Seamus. A man, any man that's ever thinks so. The bite till us, won't it? William. Uh, go chung. Hey, now. Take him in for night. If fella it come to do harm, he's done it already to himself. It won't do any more harm tonight. Look at him. Aye. Well, bring an intake fireman. Oh. Bunter. Oh, I... Well, where... You all right? Oh, I never said thank you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Anywhere to sleep here, what? Morning, Bunter. Good morning, my lord. I trust your lordship is rested. Feel as fit as a fiddle, thanks. Come to think of it, why a fiddle? Except for a general feeling of having been massaged by some fellow with cast-iron fingers and knobbly joints. How about you? Uh, the arms are a trifle fatigued, thank you, my lord. Otherwise, I'm happy to say I feel no trace of the misadventure. They must be jolly well dragged out of their sockets holding me up all that ghastly long time. You know, I'm so deeply in debt to you already, Bunter, it's not a bit of use trying to repay it. You know I won't forget anyhow, don't you? Your breakfast, my lord. <laughs> thank you. Did they give you anywhere decent to sleep? I slept excellently, thank your lordship. They would have given me another room, but I preferred to remain with your lordship, trusting you would excuse the liberty. I feared Grimethorpe might not feel altogether hospitably disposed and that he might be led into some hasty action if we were not together. Most murderous-looking fellow I ever set eyes on. I'll have to talk to him this morning, or to Mrs. Grimethorpe. I take my oath she could tell us something, what? I should say there was very little doubt of it, my lord. Whose room's this? Mr and Mrs Grimethorpe's, my lord. It appeared most suitable, there being a fire and the bed already made up. Mrs Grimethorpe showed great kindness, my lord, and the man Jake pointed out to Grimethorpe that it would doubtless be to his pecuniary advantage to treat your lordship with consideration. Hmm. Well, it's up and away for me. Oh! Oh, I'm stiff. Oh! What a godforsaken place this is. It has a certain grandeur, I suppose. Look at the view from this window. Mm. Bleak, my lord. That looks as if the window hasn't been open for a long time. Hello. Yeah, someone's wedged a piece of paper and it's a bit rattling. Bunter! My lord? Bunter! I am, without exception, the biggest ass in Christendom. When a thing is right under my nose, I can't see it. I deserve to be crucified upside down as a cure for anemia of the brain. Jerry, Jerry, silly old blighter, why couldn't he have told me? Tell you what, my lord? Look at this, Bunter. Stuck into the window frame for anyone to find. Just like Jerry, signs his name to the business in letters a foot high, leaves it conspicuously about, and then goes away and is chivalrously silent. This, Bunter, is the missing letter from Tommy Freeborn. So his grace was here on the night of the murder? Certainly. Trudged across the fields while the unspeakable Grimethorpe was in Stapley buying machinery. Plugged the window with this. Bade the beautiful Mrs. Grimethorpe farewell and padded back to Riddlesdale at three in the morning like a homing tomcat. Got in and fell over his guest's body by the conservatory. Then, damn me if he doesn't prefer to go to prison and face a charge of murder rather than tell me or his solicitors where he's been. I remember you saying the lady threw herself into your arms when she heard your voice, my lord. Thought I was Jerry. 
Of course! Yes, I remember that myself. Ah, can't exactly blame my brother for falling victim to her charms. Look, my lord, it's Grimethorpe. Where do you suppose he's going, Bunter? Some distance, or he wouldn't take the horse, my lord. Get that shaving water, Bunter. I am going to see Mrs. Grimethorpe. Very good, my lord. Not quite the gentlemanly thing to do, but I feel I owe it to Jerry. After all, Bunter, a peer of the realm has been executed about every 60 years for several centuries. And the last one was over 50 years ago. <laughs> In that episode of Clouds of Witness, the parts were played as follows. Lord Peter Whimsey, Ian Carmichael, Bunter, Peter Jones, the Duke of Denver, James Villiers, Grimethorpe and the Cockney Landlord, Bill Wallace, Mrs. Grimethorpe, Elizabeth Proud, Jake, the Yorkshire Landlord, David Sinclair, the Warden, the Ostler, and the Rescuer, Alan Rowe. In a Fog was adapted by Peter Jones and Tanya Leaven from the book Clouds of Witness by Dorothy L. Sayers. The programme was produced by Simon Brett. been a nostalgic mystery radio presentation i hope you enjoyed this episode please feel free to like and rate this podcast on your favorite app also there's a nostalgic mystery radio youtube page for your perusal to subscribe to you can contact me by emailing me at nostalgicmysteryradio at gmail.com i hope you have a blessed day or evening and again thank you for listening